Scott Morrison and Guy Sebastian have teamed up to give more funding to the arts in this COVID crisis. And a quote popped into my head as soon as I saw this, which was from A Stranger in a Strange Land. A government-supported artist is nothing more than an incompetent whore. Welcome guys to the Political Deactivist Podcast. This is a special episode because I'm going to try not to stop at all. Normally I'll record a few sentences and then I stuff up and then I'll delete it and then re-record it. And I know what you're thinking, you're like, wow, he re-records stuff and it's still that bad. But you know what? Screw you. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to do this as a practice for when I go live on uh, Facebook and live on YouTube and all of that stuff. So uh, I'm not so jittery like Christopher Walken or something. But anyway, let's get on with it. Man, uh, government-sponsored arts is really weird. I remember sitting at a table with some friends who were all artists, and they were all going on about how we can get more government funding and how, you know, the government funds all of these other things, but artists get left behind and how culture is important and all of these things. And in my head, I didn't say this, but in my head I was thinking maybe we should just be better at what we do. Because at the end of the day... If you're good at what you do, if you're producing a really good artwork, if you're producing a great piece of music, you'll find the audience to buy that music from you. That's why there are so many weird subgenres, because they're good in their own right and they've found the audience over the internet. How great is the internet for these sort of things, right? By selling your artworks. Uh, but you find your audience and then you make a living that way. You might not make a great living, but, you know, it depends on how good you are. Uh, and I was just thinking, because. <laughs> Having the government support these artists who can't make it on their own through the marketplace, it's just kind of like, uh, it's almost not discouraging. What's the word I'm looking for? And again, look, I'm not going to edit this, so bear with me. It's almost like positive reinforcement for something that you're not good at, right? It's like, imagine you're an artist and you just draw circles and that's all you do and you're like man no one's buying my work i need government funded money and the government's like yeah we love culture we're going to give you money to continue drawing circles but for for who for your own enjoyment i'd love the government to pay me to wank all day but the only person who gets something out of that is me so no i don't think and a great way to look at it is to think of music again so if you've um if you've got a band and you're producing some music uh and the government gives you a grant they're like okay we'll we'll pay for you to get uh some money to record your music and then you can put it out there and we'll see what happens uh if you need that government money what makes you think that that money is going to give you an audience you can't force people to like your music you can't force people into the concert halls and, you know, you kind of see these film festivals as well, some of the government film festivals. And the films are just so horrid because they don't, they're not in the competitive marketplace. They're just, they get grants based on what the gatekeepers think. Oh, this, this sounds good. This might work. And if you go onto Screen Australia or any of these kind of funding programs for the arts, uh, you'll go on there and there are all these kind of tick boxes that you need. Okay, so it doesn't matter if you've got the best uh, script in the world or you've got the best novel idea in the world or you've got the best music in the world and you're like, you know what, I just need a little bit of funding to get it off the ground. It's like, oh yes, but uh, is, there a, uh, is there a lesbian character in it? Is there a indigenous character in it? Is there a transvestite in it? 
Oh, you're not supposed to say trans first type. Trans person in it. And then you might turn around and be like, the show's called Chicks with Dicks. Of course there is. And no. <laughs> Again, I'm not going to cut this. I'm just going to leave it. And no one listens anyway. So, you know, we may as well take the risk. But that's my rant about government-funded arts. Look, if you're good enough, you'll find the audience. You'll find a way for people to appreciate your work and find the way to make a living. And you know what? If you can't and you have to have a part-time job as well, that should give you more motivation to really double down on your craft and you'd value it more because it's like, hey, look, I can't just sit around drawing circles all day because I have to make a living. So I can either get better at what I do or I have to have another job. And, you know, while I do have the free time, I enjoy it more because I know that time is short and resources are scarce and all of those other things. But that's the end of my rant about government-funded Art. And you know what? I'm kind of close to this because I consider myself an artist. I don't call myself an artist, but I consider myself an artist because I'm in the creative sphere. But I don't get paid to do things that just benefit me. I don't get paid to make movies that only I would like. I don't get paid to write uh, pieces of fiction that I only like. I get paid to write scripts that are specific to a specific audience. You know, sometimes that sucks and sometimes it's great, but that's the reality of the marketplace. And if you want to take the risk, that's on you. You don't get someone else to, to force someone else into pain for your wank time. Anyway, that is my rant about uh, government-supported art. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about in this podcast, and normally at the top of a podcast I'll say, here, here are three things that we're going to talk about, but I didn't do this and I forgot. But you know what? I'm not going to go back and put it in. I'm not because we're just going to go on the fly with this one. It's an experiment. The other thing I wanted to talk about were vape laws. Now, luckily, the law has been pushed back to, uh, I think, January 1st from memory. January 1st. But there were talks this week. They were going to push through legislation that meant that if you imported nicotine for your vaporizer, uh, the importer would be fined $220,000. Never mind that nicotine is already in cigarettes, along with thousands of other chemicals that are going to kill you. Don't don't worry about that. If you try and quit smoking in a healthier way, you will be fined. You know why? Because vaporizers, they're, they're not under the tobacco tax. It's a tobacco tax. That's how the government makes money off cigarettes is because they're actually taxing the tobacco. They're not taxing the nicotine. And with less smokers, that's less revenue. That sounds like a conspiracy, but tell me why they would charge $220,000 to people who are just trying to import nicotine for their vaporizers because, look, it's better just to have nicotine rather than have all these other chemicals. It's better to control that dosage rather than have it controlled by someone else, a third party. They absolutely made no sense, and I was so happy that they pushed it back. That doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. It just means that there was a lot of noise from uh, Legalized Vape in Australia and My Choice and all of those bodies. There's a lot of noise produced by them and the government said, ooh, hang on. Even Barnaby Joyce was like, this is terrible. You know, Barnaby Joyce sounds like it's like a $2 shop or like a shop kind of like Rivers where you go and buy like, you know, factory second school shoes. Come down to Barnaby Joyce. Anyway, that's my Barnaby Joyce joke. But man, I don't even vape, you know. Vape Nation, I don't even vape, I don't even smoke, but I can see how ridiculous this is. There's something like 500,000 people die of lung cancer every year in Australia, and we just, like, you know, we just let them keep smoking? No, no, not that, that we let them keep smoking, but we don't give them an alternative. 
And if you go on um, Quick Victoria, if you Google Quick Victoria and look at the alternatives that you can do rather than smoking. And this is in my documentary, by the way. If you go to anotherwaymovie.com, you can see this. Go to Quick Victoria, right? And it's like, all right, methods to quit smoking. One of them is like, oh, have a shower. One of them is hold a coin. Chew some gum. And then you keep reading through and then it says, have a shower. And you're like, really? Again? Another shower? And then I'll say, um, uh, uh, have a piece of candy. Oh, man, it's just absolutely uh, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. People should be able to vape. People should be able to control what goes into their body without having to worry that they're a criminal. It's easier for me to get ice than it is to get nicotine. Well, it would be if they put these laws through. Anyway, shout out to all the vapors out there. I know that it's really helping you a lot. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe that the law has been pushed back. Now, I'm not telling you to do this. I'm not telling you. But maybe if I was a vapor, I'd be importing as much nicotine now before it goes away. And you know what? If you get a big dose of nicotine now, you know, and you're slowly down dosing it, right? Maybe you start with 100 mil, then 80 mil, then 40 mil to get off the nicotine because that's the addicted addictive chemical then you won't even need the nicotine in the first place so maybe use it as a uh, uh, for you personally even though the law is stupid but use it as a goal so by january you're off nicotine and that'll be great for you but man feel sorry for the people who are still on cigarettes smoking's bad guys vaping is not good either but it's kind of like you know if you're riding a bike you know you want to put on a helmet and if the helmet was going to cost you $220,000 in fines for wearing a helmet, even though it's safer, you'd say that's effing ridiculous. Oh man, I can't believe I didn't swear. Uh, speaking of censorship, what a segue. YouTube censorship, they just released a video. Uh, I've got to open here, but I'm not going to play it. I was going to put this on YouTube, and then I was like, man, that's a great way to get banned. And... Look, the comments and the dislike me to speak for itself. So the CEO released this video and it's like, during COVID, during these new times, we deleted 400,000 fake news videos. And they're just like proud of their censorship. And it's like, what are you talking about? How could you possibly know whether these videos were fake news or not? And they, they chose to put this regulation, this self-regulation through where it's like, we're going to delete any video that doesn't agree with the WHO, even though the WHO doesn't agree with the WHO. They keep changing their stance on everything. They're like, masks are good. Masks are bad. Uh, it's uh, The virus stays on surfaces. The virus doesn't stay on surfaces. Oh, there's, there's a high link that you could be a super spreader and if you're asymptomatic, you're going to give it to everyone. Actually, there's no evidence that if you're asymptomatic you give it to anyone so what why are you proud of that and the comment section is amazing in this video i'll link the video in the show notes if i remember if i don't give me a comment and i'll give it to you but the comments are amazing calling the ceo a hypocrite um talking about how there's political censorship and how there's shadow banning and all this stuff everyone just calling them on their bs and i was very very happy to read it hopefully uh, the YouTube community can change the tide and keep actually putting your search. Be, this is what I tell people. Be careful with your search terms. Uh, sorry, not careful. Be clever with your search terms. So when you search for something, change the date to today or this week. 
So for example, if you're a conspiracy theorist and you like you you kind of like Alex Jones, but you know he's been banned from everywhere. If you just type Alex Jones, Fox News things will come up and CNN things will come up and you won't actually get it. But if you change your search term to Alex Jones today, some of the stuff that he puts out will be there because you know it hasn't been deleted yet, hasn't been censored yet, and the algorithm uh, uh, when you put it on a daily basis changes. So even if the Fox News that just for the uh, single search term, even if that only has, I don't know, 20,000 views, if you change it to a daily, so what was uploaded today and you type Alex Jones or whatever, you'll see the video has like 4 million views. So you can't tell me that there's no YouTube bias. Like that's just BS to be believing that. And, uh, the scariest thing about the bias is that people who are uh, not even left-leaning, not even right-leaning, just kind of centrists or those people who are moderates, they don't get access to news that is actually getting to the core of issues. They don't get access to news which is principled. And when I say that, like, I'm not talking about Alex Jones, that's conspiracy. That was just an example, an extreme example. But for example, uh, Ron Paul's Institute for Peace and Prosperity, Right? That's a great news site. talks about uh, uh, talks about relevant information about the Middle East. What uh, news outlet? What mainstream news outlet is talking about the Middle East these days? None of them. None of them. But oh, thank God that uh, the CEO of YouTube has given us COVID updates. But they never update when they're wrong, do they? Never. Like oh, we thought it was going to kill uh, three million people in the U.S. Has it? Has it killed 3 million? A lot of those people are disobeying all of the uh, restrictions. Look at the Black Lives Matter protests. But it's funny, now that that's kind of dying down, they're like, oh, there's new cases. But have there been a lot of new deaths? Mm, No. And in fact, there was a study that came out that said people who uh, have had the virus... Uh, 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 oh man, I can't even remember what I was going to say there. But you know what? We're not going to edit. And I don't want to go on about coronavirus because that is one sure way to be demonetized. And that's really, really scary. So what do you guys think of me without, uh, without uh, editing? Is it better than the other ones or is it worse? I'd like to know in the comments. You can comment on the Podbean uh, website itself on the page you can comment on the podcast or you know what you can send me a personal message at the political deactivist facebook page and tell me what you want to hear uh, and tell me if this would be good as a live video uh, maybe live straight to facebook or live straight to youtube um, and i guess the last thing that's really been annoying me is how people say the new normal or the new reality like when, when this COVID stuff's over, we're going to be in a new reality where we don't shake hands and we don't hug and our, everyone works from home and we're all scared of each other. Oh man, it gives me, oh, oh, the new reality where the government can tell you exactly what to do whenever, even when they're wrong. Is that the new reality? Shouldn't the new reality be that actually they were absolutely wrong about this in Australia? Absolutely. So we should tell them to get stuffed. How about that should be the new reality? Or is it the new reality, oh, no, the government, they're, 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 they're there to help us. And if they didn't, we'd all be dead. And thank God that they're banning vaping as well because vaping vaporizes. Children could vape. And then, uh, yeah, you know what? 
Maybe be a better parent. Maybe be a better adult. Take responsibility for yourself. And you know what? If your grandma is vulnerable, don't visit her. Make sure she has the best care that she has. Make sure she has all the toilet paper that you can bulk buy and you'll all be fine. Or maybe you won't be. But you know what? No one has the right to live a risk-free life. No one. That's not a right to live risk-free, and that's not a reality. If you're going to leave your house, you could die. The only thing separating you in a car crash is a little white line that they're painted on the road. Yeah, there are road rules, but you know what? People break those rules, and people are bad drivers, and people don't indicate. And when you're going 100k an hour, and there's cars going 100k an hour in the other direction, accidents happen. There's no such thing as a risk-free life. Even if you're on a train, there are sometimes instances where the train derails. There's no such thing as a risk-free life. You could walk down the shop, you could wear sunscreen and all of this stuff, and you might still get cancer. There's no such thing as a risk-free life. Everyone needs to take responsibility for themselves. Everyone needs to stop this. Oh, it's a new reality. We're not going to be able to meet anymore. You know what? The football season's on, but people still, they're not allowed to go to church. Like, what the hell is going on, this new reality? Oh, drives me bloody bananas. Hey, how good was this live episode, though? Hope you guys liked it. I didn't even stop once. I'm proud of myself, you know. Uh, I think I said some controversial things. I think I actually... I might have swore through that. I don't know. Maybe I self-censored. But uh, anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, uh, so in, uh, uh, let's summarize. Don't ask for government grants. If you're an artist, go straight to your audience and ask for funding. Go to GoFundMe. Go to Patreon or something. I don't know. Or maybe you're not that good yet. Uh, Hitler was an artist. So, uh, man, maybe if the government supported him, he wouldn't have killed millions of people. Who knows? That could be your argument. Uh, vaping laws stupid don't be an idiot youtube censorship is very very hard to get around uh, even for my movie which you can see at anotherwaymovie.com uh, when people were clicking the link it was making them uh, sign in and say that they're over 18 and even when they did that they were like oh your youtube is on restricted mode all of these things whereas you can watch fail videos with broken legs and swearing without you know you don't even have to sign in for that so you know, it's a real thing and it's really, really annoying and frustrating to get around. But uh, that is the new normal, I guess. Uh, and you know what? When people say this is the new normal, tell them to get stuffed. Tell them at uh, political deactivist guy, um, Randy Rant said to get stuffed in. Yeah. But man, I feel like I just exercised. Yeah, that was great. Anyway, guys, uh, new episodes weekly, maybe even daily if... I don't have any work on, but uh, I hope I see you next time. Thank you very much.